This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tom and Mikey on Joy. Well, I'm glad to say you didn't say good morning, ladies and gentlemen, because, you know, it has been our standard greeting that's been all across the world for decades. Too true. But there has been one airline called Air Canada with part, you know, the traditional greeting is no longer ladies or gentlemen, but we are talking about Air Canada, so it'd have to be mademoiselle and monsieur. (laughs) Yep. Aren't they only half French? Isn't that the thing? Well, listen, I tell you what, you go to Canada, certain parts of Canada, you don't talk French, you're in big trouble. Really? Yeah, they don't even like signs in English. Whoa. Yeah, it's very split down the middle. Super exclusive, right on. But look, in this major airline change, the airline's protocol, passengers will no longer be referred to as ladies and gentlemen. Instead, they'll be using a gender-neutral term such as good morning, everybody, in a big to be more conscious of the gender-fluid passengers as well as staff and all those things there. A spokesman for the airline, not a spokesman like they always used to say, they're getting very good at this, aren't they? (laughs) We work hard to make our sure our employees feel very valued as a member of Air Canada's family, but ensuring that our customers are comfortable and respected when choosing to travel. What do you think? I think this is good. I think it's good. I I always wonder when I, when you know when you're out in public or there's a group of people you're addressing, especially a group of females though. How do you address them? Because you can't say ladies like hey, ladies because that's kind of creepy, right? Yeah, it's really creepy. Yeah. So then what do you? Hey, girls, but then they're not girls. They're not kids. And like even saying hey, girls to girls is creepy. What do you do? Well, look, I think it's really good, but I was well, thinking that good? the other day, like changing gender neutral yeah, terms I rather think it's than great. people. But I always always use the word guy. So if I'm talking to uh, my like yeah. mixed group of friends, you know, there's boys, girls, there's you know everyone. Okay, hey guys, let's all do it. Do you, do you think guys is a net, like a general neutral? No, it depends who you talk to. I'd say no. I'd say a lot of people be offended by. I don't like when people say hey guys to a group of girls because that's just obviously it doesn't work out there. But, I mean, I don't know. I've used hey guys as well. Guys is American, isn't it? Guys guys. and girls. You know what I mean? That's what they say. But I always thought in Australia we use guys as a... As just a group of people. Yeah, we always use the C word to say hello, though. <laughs> I think we're a bit backwards here, aren't we? <laughs> the C word? Like the see you next Tuesday? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we don't, do we? I mean, I do, but that's not normal. Yeah. <laughs> that's just like a word of endearment. But look, I think it's all it can do is get better. So we're all trying, aren't we? So no more good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Joy 94.9. I've never done that, but go on. <laughs> yeah. But, well, I mean, it's kind of quite normal, isn't it? I wonder if we're going to do, we'll get on our little tram, you know, route, you know, 86, and that'll say, good morning, everybody. Yeah. Well, Colin Tyrus said, looking at you, bucko, you need to re-record. <laughs> uh, listen, poor Colin Tyrus, he's getting old. He must be, <gasps> you know, he, he must be tired, you know, having to talk every time on every tram. <laughs> I mean, must be exhausted. You know what we're missing out on here at Joy? There's no opera. There's no class about this establishment. Well, We've just got pop music coming out the wahoo. Where's the opera? Where's yeah, the sophistication? I'm assuming, Mikey, is like a music aficionado as yourself, Mr. DJD. Are you into opera? I just spin the opera classics, baby. The people want it at the clubs. Yeah, they just want opra. Can I you name any? 
watch uh, Phantom well, of anyway. the Opera. <laughs> well, technically, that's not an opera, but have you ever heard of Mozart's Don Giovanni? I know my boy Mozart pretty well. <laughs> I don't know who John Giovanni is. Though. Well, it's been a favourite among opera singers and lovers since it premiered in Prague in 1787. Mm. But I tell you what, it's just played at a rooftop cafe in the capital city of Czech. But you know what? It was set on this beautiful sunset, was setting behind it. It was beautiful, lovely. But you've never, ever would have seen opera like this. I, I haven't really seen opera from real. You've never there. seen opera? Well, can you guess where the audience sat? In front of the, the performance? No. Nope. They were fully clothed while they were submerged in a bathtub. So you're sat in baths. But, yeah, it was still, like, very high class. You got to have a glass of bubbly. Fully dressed in your opera gear and you sat inside a warm bath on a rooftop in a cafe in Prague yeah, while you watched it. That's the most pompous thing I've ever heard. It is. And if opera's, opera's not bad enough, you've got to submerge yourself in a bath for it. Well, let me tell you that. I mean, people, the, this is the audience that I think, uh, I think things like this would be very popular during quality events by, by, by shifting the way they're presented. It was a lot of fun, they said. So why, did they tell you the motive behind why they put people in a bathtub? Well, this guy that owns a cafe, he just wanted to, a different way for people to experience music. Yeah. Look, they said it was all okay because it was 30 degrees in the little Czech capital. So, you know, usually you go to Czech, it's usually like minus 40 right. yeah, degrees. But, look, I'm going to be totally honest here. Opera is not my favourite. The only way I'd ever watch opera as well would be in a bath so I could drown myself in that <laughs> wine and started going well. <laughs> Gather round, folks. It's time for... Wisdom with my co-host, Tom. It's time for Tom's Wisdom. Yeah, I don't know why they let me make an intro. Tom's Wisdom, baby. What are we going to do? What are you asking me today? I want to know, because my mum, she's been she's been on planes recently, she's gone to Hobart, she's back and forth. Poor Mama DJ. Yeah. Mama DJ's so who's been on the... making the spaghetti when uh, she's She's home. still doing it, and Neil's working like a dog as well. They're all just working hard, and I want to do something to help. I just want to know, as a parent, if you're, what would your kids do for you that would make you feel great and, and rejuvenated and just ready to... to be in the world. Number one, pick up the bloody glass that you've left behind and take it to the sink, which would help to do things like that. Okay. Pick up your underwear off the bathroom floor. Nothing's worse than walking through when you knew you cleaned it the day before. Pick up underwear? Okay. You know, pick up after yourself. You know, you're an adult. But look, you should be, you don't need to be told what to do. You're living in a house with people now, so you should be called a flatmate, not a son. <laughs> so you should just be doing half the jobs. You know, there's washing in, in the basket, put it in, hang it out on the line. Don't wait to be told to do things. So, oh, see, I'm really good at being told. I'll do it when I'm told. Okay, so take a bit of initiative, you're saying. Take initiative. But, look, let's be honest, the best thing you could probably do for your mother is move the hell out. Get out. You're uh, an adult. Move on. She's sick of paying for you. She's sick of doing it. Wow. Thanks, Tom. That was so unhelpful. Another Tom's wisdom, and it was successful. Move out of home. I don't know if I'm ready to yet, but what would you do to help your parents out and give them, a, you know, an easier run? Contribute. Yes. Contribute. It's not moving out. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to move out yet. I'm, I'm still 20. I've still got three weeks of 20. I left home at 15. Oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. I mean, most people did at my age that we couldn't wait to get out of home. Who wanted to... My mum's great, though. See, that's the problem. You've got to stop doing it. You've got to stop doing things. Because we did that to my son a few years ago. I was so sick of doing things. You know, like you would cook and he wouldn't come home or he would come home. So I just said, that's it. No more. I don't care if you live here, but we do not cook for you anymore. We don't do anything. You've got to do it yourself. See, wisdom's directed at Mama DJD in that 
she shouldn't be as nice to me anymore. No. When his girlfriend and him come home over occasion, they'll cook dinner and they leave it in the sink. And I said, I'm going to embarrass you in front of your girlfriend because if you leave stuff again, I'm going to bring the dirty dishes and dump them on your bed. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Hey, listen, Mikey, I wanted to know about, you know, school teachers. You know, at school, did you have a, a, you know, a favourite teacher or maybe a horrible one? One that you know, had a good, a, that had an effect on you? I had one good teacher. We were really bad kids. We always tried to make our teachers, like, this is in year seven and eight. We'd try and make our teachers really angry and, like, rile them up. And then we'd record them with our phones and listen back to it later. Oh, so we didn't have that. We used to have a comp... I went to a, a Christian brother, so we had brothers. We used to have competitions who could get strapped the most in one day. Oh, well, we had one teacher, he was a brother, he was very effeminate, let me say. Oh, so you yeah. enjoyed the strapping. No, but it was like really wussy, you know, and we used to <laughs> we used to get him so angry and we just, yeah, I think once I got 11 in one class in like wow. 40 minutes. Congratulations. Yeah, I was quite proud. I think it was the limp, I think that was like the, the best you could get at the day. <laughs> Gillette, the best you can get, right? But listen, I had a teacher who had a class, you know, and I'm telling you, if she was my teacher now, I would never skip a class. I'd be sitting up at the front row, I'd be happy to be called the teacher's pet. But rarely, this person should definitely not be teaching year two kids. What's her what's deal? Oh, she's teaching grade two. Grade two. So oh, grade two in Queensland. Ones. Yeah, this Queensland teacher, she took a Valium before her year two science class to calm herself down. Look, she'd had an argument with her ex-husband and she didn't want to go in angry and over-averted. Just popped which, the valley, okay. Which is okay, I understand that. But then she took a little bit far. Then at lunchtime, she took a few more and then got some vodka, mixed it with water in a water bottle and took it into class. Oh, no. Mm. She fell unconscious in class and was found by the principal slapped over a desk. So the teachers had to call an ambulance to take her to hospital. For grade two kids. Grade two. But look, oh. I was a teacher's aide for a few years when my kids were at school. It was a good job that worked around them. I, I, I'm telling you, after two years of doing that job, it, it's a hard bloody job to be stuck in a room with 35 children. It, it is hell. But you know what? If you can't handle it, you know what, what my, my nanny used to say, if you can't handle the, the fire, get out of the kitchen, or you can't handle the heat, get out of the yeah, kitchen or yeah. something. Yeah, you don't like it, move on. But that's really bad, isn't it? Like so you, like a real, yeah, she's a shocker. I remember we had one teacher and he, he was on a constant mental breakdown always. And so it was really bad that we were trying to rile him up. But he'd draw pictures of fiat, like pianos falling on his head in class. It was very dark stuff. Oh. He once told me, this is the highlight of my life. He said to me, you'll never amount to anything, Michael. Well, uh, Mr. McNamara, look at me now. <laughs> getting paid to do... No, I'm not getting paid, actually. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, so he was 100% correct. Yeah, he's yeah. true. His <laughs> life went nowhere. <laughs> he's actually done well. Wake up with Tom and Mikey. Thursdays for breakfast on Joy. Tune in to 94.9 in Melbourne. Stream live at joy.org.au or download the Joy app. Find all our podcasts at tomandmikey.com. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. Joy Podcasts, where you want them, when you want them. Thanks for listening to another Joy Podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.